All right, everybody, how are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. And first of all, I just want to say thank you very much for saying you missed me. I appreciate it. I missed you, too. Now, coming back with an interview or chat, which is what I like to call it, a chat, because I'm not really interviewing people. I don't really interviewing people. I just have conversations with them. And in this particular episode, we're bringing back a former guest. He was on episode number 18, and he's a good friend of mine online. His name is Jody B. The show is Poe Boy's Podcast. It's very good. You will love it. And guess what else you're going to love? This particular episode where we get together and talk. I would tell you what we talked about, but it would be easier to tell you what we didn't talk about because we covered a lot of ground. You're going to love it. You know what? I need to just shut up here and let me play the show. I mean, that's what you came here for, right? Okay. You ready? Let's do it. There we go. How are you? Not bad, good sir. Not bad, good sir. For those of you listening, uh, this is Jody B. from the Poe Boys Podcast. He was here, as you know, you probably recognize the voice. He was here for episode number 18. <laughs> and he's back for episode 55. It's <laughs> a pretty good average, right? Almost a year. It's I think that was a couple of years ago now, or almost two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, on this on this show, I, I was I took a I was I kind of fell into the uh, seasons type of uh, flow, uh, but you I'm not going to do that. In other words, you got lazy. But well, I, I still do the other one. <laughs> hey, all I'm hearing is a bunch of excuses right now, I man. That's I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, folks. So this has been uh, episode 55 of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, who am I calling lazy? I'm up to a solid, steady, every couple weeks, maybe, updating or uploading shows. So I'm fucking with you, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, please. You know what I mean? I've been on Twitter for 11 years, so nothing bothers me. <laughs> Unless you send a bomb to my house, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Man, so how's it been going, man? I mean, a lot has, a lot has changed in the world since the last time we talked, brother. Oh, a whole lot of stuff. There's been a whole ass pandemic, uh, riots, a couple Australia caught on fire and put they put it out like, man. <laughs> see, see, that shows you how crazy things have gotten in that time period, because I literally had forgotten that Australia, the entire continent was on fire. The whole thing like it's just all on fire and then nobody cared anymore. <laughs> it, that's that's the weird thing. The people always people don't understand how quickly People stop caring about things, you know, yeah. like you see on Twitter. Like when I first got on Twitter, I said something, someone misconstrued something I said, and I got this avalanche of attack. And then I said, listen, here's the tweet I sent. Go read it. If you're still mad, continue to scream. If you're not bad, I'll be waiting for your apologies. Right. They all went to look at the tweet and then they just shut up and did no apologies. They just stopped talking. Uh. That's no fun. I like them to apologize. Yeah. I'll bug them about it. Hey, remember that shit you said? <laughs> Tell me you're sorry. I was tempted, but it's like I can't answer back. You know, that's the that's the bad thing is it's like uh, with the trolls on Twitter. If you answer one of them, it's like hitting an on switch. Yeah, I do it for fun sometimes. I did. I did it yesterday. <laughs> like I'm a I'm a natural shit stirrer, man. I love it. 
I, I, know, I, I get a kick out of watching you tick people off uh, <laughs> because, you know, because people get so angry on, on, on Twitter. I mean, even, even what we're doing now, like these podcasts, um, what happens is, I, I don't know, have you gotten an angry email? No, not one. Not one. Not one. Hate mail has been sent to me. Now, I don't really publish the, the email address for my show, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's really weird because no one has gotten mad at me, um, you know. But it's like uh, it's like they will get mad at other people. <laughs> you know, you know, the difference is, is people actually listen to your show, I guess. <laughs> hey, hey, well, don't jinx me, man. <laughs> don't jinx me, man. So. I got. I've been listening to your show, man. It's like, gee, it's like. Um, I remember when you started doing the show, and I told you. I think I told you this before that I, I enjoyed it immediately. And I was listening to the. I, I, I skip around because I like to listen to the old ones, the new ones, and old ones, the new ones. Yeah. And it got way better. And I always thought it was good from the beginning. I mean, like way, way better. Oh man, thank you so much. I, I try. I, I have tried to teach myself how to not how to polish the turd, I guess, if you will. You know, I try to give my best effort, you know, at what I like to do. So if if you enjoy it, I'm happy. Thank you, sir. And yeah, no problem. And it's, it's, it's like when I when I enjoy something, I always thought that if somebody does something well, and you are a consumer of it, you tell them. You know what I mean? You don't want anything from the person. It's like, I just want to let you know this, you know. And it's weird how people sit in there waiting for the ask. You want to borrow $5, don't you? You know? (laughs) Yeah, we all know this is about you. I don't have any money, man. Just we move on. What else you got? (laughs) I can't have that check, man. So I'm not getting the five bucks? It's I don't I don't have it. Do you take debit? You got a square on your phone? Maybe a PayPal? Wow, I kind of like cash. Uh, yeah, me too. I wish I had more. I'd give you some, but I don't. So, let's see. We're at about five minutes and twenty three seconds. I think we're about to stop at five thirty. Because I thought stop. you had a couple bucks on you. Yeah, no, not me. <laughs> I love doing that. That's my new line. Like I, I've been fortunate to have a couple of the older cats and just random people. Uh, that I work with or people that I've interacted with through my job just pop in on me uh, the last few weeks where they just show up outside my, my driver's side window, you know, mm-hmm. they come knock on the thing and they're like, Hey man, and I just roll the window down and I'm like, I don't have any money. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a go. be, it's so good. You got to be even careful because you got to be even careful to get it physically close to anybody, you know? And I, mean, I don't necessarily like people, you know, there's people that, that feel that that don't know you, that for some reason, I just noticed now how many people try to hug me now that it can kill you, possibly, according to what everybody's saying. More people are trying to hug you since the pandemic? It was, it was I'm sitting there going, what the hell is, <laughs> what is, you know, but the thing, I didn't notice it because I realized, like, people were like, every I would, if I talked to somebody for like four minutes, in person, yeah, man or woman, they try to hug me. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Predominantly, would you say they are of African, Caucasian, uh, Latina? Like, any are they a mixed bag, or have they been? Well, uh, it doesn't matter. 
No, no, no. It, it's I'm curious because no, 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 no. I'm, the reason I say it doesn't matter is because no. What I, what I was referring to when I said it doesn't matter, I was meaning it doesn't matter what they were. They all do it. That's what no, I was referring to. I want yeah. to know here. I want to know what the ratio is because let's be let's be quite honest. Lately, mm-hmm. things haven't been so good on the the white black relations uh, in the media as far as I'm concerned. Maybe mm-hmm. just a bunch of white people want to hug a black guy. I think more white people should go around hugging black guys, but. You know, I with the COVID, you don't want to fuck around and get shot. You know, I, you know. Truth be told, I just think people like to feel me up. Now, listen, you do look um, too. That's the other thing. You, I was gonna say it's either because they just feel like they need to hug a brother, or uh, you just look huggable. I, it's I put on a few pounds. I don't know about you, but motherfuckers are hugging me. That's when I'm like, all right, I gotta do some push-ups or something. This shit's getting out of control. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a yeah. I packed on about six. Yeah. Right. And the bad part about it is when you've been losing for consecutive months, mm-hmm. and then you put six back on, like a little slide. Yeah. You feel that crap immediately, like you t- <laughs> like touch your stomach. The hell is this? This, this whole experience has been very odd. My wife has been losing weight, and I've been finding it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's been the plan over here for some goddamn reason. Has she been rubbing it in? Uh, I mean, if you just mean walking around the house looking scrumptious and stuff, yeah, but not like saying like "look at you, fatty." Like she hasn't done that yet, but when she does, it's gonna it's gonna hurt my ego. So I'm really trying hard not to get there. There's a magic number. I'm getting closer to the magic number, and I just kind of stall out right there, like looking at it. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> around, dude. It's like it's just a weird thing. Now, now you have to go out. To the public, has, yeah. has that slowed down at all, or is it basically business as usual for you in your regular gig? Yeah, I never stop. I I never stop working. I got an hour kind of redu- reduction there for a little bit, um, but fortunately, you know, people drive cars and cars need tires, and I'm an essential personnel. You know, so yeah, man, I've been working the whole time, and and now yeah, it's business as usual. You know, I try pretty actively not to get in people's bubbles, but let's just say uh, I don't necessarily mask up in all the places that I go to. If I go into like a place where there's customers and waiting rooms and shit, I'll throw it on just to make everybody happy. But I'm hanging out with these fucking grease monkeys, dude. Like they don't give a shit. You know, they're, <laughs> they're standing there smoking two cigarettes out of their nose holes. They're like, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that I always, that I always, that people just don't get. I think, you know, when we come and we talk about people who are essential workers is because they don't understand how essential essential workers are until until now. Yeah. Because they, they're just used to things happening. You know, they're used to stuff being picked up from the front of their house. They're used to having the stores stocked. They're used to having doctors in the hospital. They usually they used to have when they want tires, they want tires. They're not trying to hear any of that crap. Well, that's what I mean, when you really think about it, like anything that you get from a place, chances are they don't have a warehouse on site. So somebody brought that shit there either once you ordered it or recently restocked the, the, you know, surplus of it. How far do you have to, I mean, when you, when you're traveling around, how, how far do you actually have to go? How big's your loop? It's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's uh, from my office to the, the main place I deliver. It's probably about an hour. You know, I get there, then I start going through the route that takes a couple hours and then I make my way back. And then sometimes I'll do like a local, uh, in the little rock, like local area. And that's where it's really gotten tricky is cause you know, the other places I go, 
hadn't really had a lot of problems. I mean, we're not crazy high on any of our rates as far as the Rona goes. Uh, I think 300 people have died here. There's 2 million people in the state, you know, so it's, they never issued full mandatory mask things, but over the last few weeks, it does seem like some of the businesses and the local, um, you know, legislature people, the mayors and whatnot, they're kind of putting in mask ordinances and shit. So yeah, in the afternoon, if I'm in the local area, I have to at least keep it on my face because my company is a big company, so they're firing people for not doing it. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. And you also got to be careful because uh, everybody's got cameras now. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's in the back of my mind at all times. And it's actually funny you said that. I come up with a pretty good idea. Everybody's been getting caught on camera doing crazy shit, man. Like it's an ongoing thing, and it just keeps happening. Like, dude, if you're having a confrontation with a motherfucker, and phones come out, either you have to <laughs> neutralize that phone, stop what you're doing, or this is the one I come up with today. This is a pretty good one. If you're gonna do some crazy shit. Get naked. Get all the way ass naked because if it goes to court, <laughs> they're going to have to give you at least a partial insanity plea because for some reason you got naked in the middle of a conflict and started screaming. My other, thought, <laughs> my other thought was if you're ass naked, I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to show the video on most news sources, which is part of the reason why these motherfuckers have been getting just roasted. There's nothing else going on except COVID and Donald Trump. And Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? So if you're in a parking lot yelling at somebody, oh, baby, <laughs> you're going to make the nighttime <laughs> news, and it's going to be on repeat. They're going to talk about you a lot. So, yeah, butt naked, and then talk that talk your shit, and then hopefully you'll just be on Twitter and maybe Facebook. <laughs> well, the bad part about it, my friend, is now there's going to be a lot of people that hear this. You can't do it. I'm not going to. I, I act a fool. You know, on Twitter, that's my spot. I'll pick a fight with anybody there, but I mind my fucking P's and Q's. I am not trying to start any shit with nobody or fucking have some bitch swing a dog at me. Did you see that shit the other day? Lady swung a motherfucking, like a pug at somebody in a fight. Caught on camera. The bitch started swinging her dog on a leash collar around in a circle. <laughs> Asshole. Swinging her dog. Yeah. <sighs> Now, this isn't the, the black dude and the white chick in the park with the dog where she, like, half-strangled her fucking Cocker Spaniel. No, mm -hmm. I think this was, like, a big, like, fat trailer park lady and some other bitch were having a conflict. And the big bitch, I think, had the pug on, like, a leash, you know, collar. And I think the little one hit her. So she, like, saw red and just started swinging for the fences. And in the process, the fucking dog got snatched up and also swung a couple times, you know? Oh God! It, it, I hope it didn't look like that uh, nunchuck that nunchuck scene from a Bruce Lee's End of the Dragon. No, it wasn't that at all. It looked like somebody <laughs> trying to strangle a fucking dog with a leash. It was nuts, man. <laughs> like people are losing it slowly but surely, man. I was wondering. It's really weird to me because we all know what has been happening to everybody that has been caught on video. Is essentially you're you're. You're showing everybody at your job you're nuts or that you don't make good decisions. And yeah. then what happens is you wind up losing your job. And the, and the thing is, keep in mind, a lot of these people that are getting filmed, a lot of them are initiating the conflict. Yeah. So it's not like if somebody comes up and slaps the crap out of you and then you go nuts and pop them. 
that's one thing. But if you're just sitting there and I'm like, hey, Jody, you ain't there, and your mother lives with mother, eh, and he's there, eh, pour some water on you, mother, and your wife, eh. You know, it's like, you know, and then I just start filming after you start attacking me. Yeah, and then I get up and hit you with a fucking brick, and then the nighttime news is crazy white supremacist beats a black man to death with a brick, and it's like, he pissed on my face. Like, what do you want me to do? Where's the video, bro? Um, right here. Oh, uh, news cycle down, done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's just one of the weirdest things. I, cause I, I didn't understand exactly, you know, because like, I'm hoping that it doesn't get where you are the way it's gotten in the area where I am. Because, you know, New Jersey, New York, you know, good Lord. Yeah, I saw, uh, earlier on the thing, it said they issued a mandatory outside mask mandate for New Jersey. Yeah, it, it's it's like I mean, it's really weird because you know it's <laughs> I'm in the, you know I'm in line at the bank, and that, and if you go to the bank, first of all, you can't walk in the bank. No, you got to stand outside in line with a bunch of idiots, uh, six feet apart. Yes, the teller's got masks on. Guards got masks on. You've got masks on. It's just a weird thing because your brain just, yeah. even after all this time, there's something in my brain going, I know that 95, 98% of the people I'm looking at have masks on. And this, I, it still doesn't register. It's like, what the hell is going on? But I keep, but the thing is, the spikes are so high. And I mean, you know, like I, I, my, my my three uncles passed away a few years ago. My last uncle passed away six months ago. Um, the two uncles that I was helping him take care of, he you know passed away back to back a couple of years back. You know, like a year apart from each other. Yeah. And the funny, and I was just sitting, I was just sitting there thinking, I'm going, and I was, and I was, you know, I was taking them to the doctor's appointments and the chemo and all that kind of stuff. If this had happened when they were alive, I couldn't get anywhere near them. No, and it probably would have got them. You know what I'm saying? And then you have an emotional connection to this shit. Yeah, because like, yeah, because I mean, the two that were, because the one that was that I was helping out, you know, he had. I took him to get his. Uh, <laughs> I just, when I sit back and I think about it, I realize how 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 sick those three guys were, and how much I was around them and you know taking them from point A to point B and all this kind of stuff. One cancer, the other one, one lung cancer. The other one had a whole bunch of other issues that I could list, but it would take a nine months to list other one had a kidney transplant so i'm going oh, i could sure. not have yeah i couldn't I, the funny thing about it was where i was driving him to the hospital when they told him that he had a kidney he's going hey man you know take me to this hospital i said i think we should probably call the hospital to make sure we go to the right hospital because this is not the kind of thing yeah, where you, you want to make a mistake yeah it's fine how long can it be is it he calls the hospital he goes you're right I was telling you to go to the wrong hospital. We get to the hospital and he gets the kidney. I'm sitting there going, if I had listened to you who needs the damn kidney, mm-hmm. you know, not only would you not have gotten the kidney, but nobody else would have gotten the kidney because I don't think anybody else was around uh, with that same blood type or whatever. So I said, that would have just been some some dude who got hit by a bus or something. I don't know what happened to this poor man. His <laughs> kidney would have been in the trash can yeah. somewhere. You had here wasting <laughs> time. You got a kidney over here just waiting. Just on a for you, you fuck. Now we gotta drive. You wasted a kidney. Damn it! You kidney wasting bastard. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? And this is—you almost touched on it there for a second, but I want to crank it back. How fucking sure. crazy is it that you can be in a bank right now with a mask on? 
Now I'm I saying that, I'm saying that is a, a grimy white ex con, you know, or not con ex felon, whatever the fuck. Like a person who is very much familiar with the 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 dark side of the arts. <laughs> yeah. Going, this is not supposed to happen. Like surely nobody's supposed to wear a mask in this fucking bank, and you're standing there just like a western. Everybody got a mask on. Fucking the security guy got a mask on. The <laughs> fucking manager's loan officer. Everybody's just chilling. You're like. It, it's it's weird. It's weird because if you go to the the uh, corner stores in the in the city, yeah, um, um, they always had a sign on. If you have a mask on, you can't come in, and we'll consider it trespassing. Yeah, they didn't even take those signs down. That sign is still on the door, right yeah. next to the "Don't come in here without a mask on." <laughs> I swear to God, I was getting gas one day, and I th- I had that thought. I go, man, it's got to be crazy, especially to be like a black dude right now in this climate, you know, walking around with a fucking bandana tied around your face. I said it to the cashier lady. I said, is it not crazy? She goes, I had a dude in here that said that. Like, he came in, poked his head in the door, but he didn't want to come all the way in. And he was just like, hello, ma'am, I just want gas. You know, no big deal. And she was just like, get your gas, you know, whatever. But, uh. That's the upside down man. Put a bandana on my face in a in during the, not in a billion and a half years. Yeah. Ne- it never crossed my mind to put a bandana in my face. Uh, I make sure that I get. I don't even get the, the the like the the reusable mask that looks like you look like you belong in that uh, in a video game. I make sure all my masks look like surgical masks. Yeah. Because there's no way in hell. I'm, wa- yeah. <laughs> I'm walking around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you know, it's, it's like you just, it's like you know, I got enough problems. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't need to add more problems to the damn situation because it's just, it's just really weird because it's just like you, it's like you're living in a really bad cable '80s cable movie where every place you go, you know, the cash registers got plastic and, and glass around them. Yes, you know. You know, I went to see uh, my sister who works in the, in the hospital that, 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 that my doctor goes in. So I go in, she sees me. We have to, and we don't, we live, we, uh, she's in Philly. So we, we literally, I said, okay, I can't hug you, unfortunately. Uh, we had to, this, this, keep in mind, we're two grown ass people. So I said, hey, okay, we're going to have to do a, so, a social distance hug. Yeah. <laughs> so there's two grown ass people pretending to hug nothing. Yeah, butt out, but you're still not hugging nothing. Just like and we're like seven feet apart, and people are looking like, "What the hell?" I said, "That's my sister, man." <laughs> I'm used to hugging my sister, but I can't. It's fucking hilarious, man. Every I miss hugs, kind of like I do miss like fist bumps and stuff like that. Everybody's kind of just side eyeing everybody now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's weird to just be the person who. You know, either doesn't have your mask on when you go to a place where everybody is, or to be in the other majority. You know, I, I go to Kroger, man. There's a lot of masks, but there's also a lot of a lot of not masks. You know, and nobody seems that's, to be saying shit yet. So we'll see. That, how that's, a, that's kind of a ticking time bomb too, because I mean, all you need is a couple of people or one a couple of people. Like I mean, everybody has a high definition camera in their pocket. Yeah. You know, and all you need is one person to go, "Hey, buddy." You don't have a mask on, bro. I don't know, man. This is an open carry state. We don't do shit like that around here. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. That, oh, that's that's hilarious. Because hey, I, I remember the first time I went to Texas, and uh, I get out the car. 
I go into a diner. Everybody's sweet. I mean, they were just really just sweet people. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no weirdness. <laughs> and I walk in, and I'm telling you, I walk into the place. Everybody is sitting there with holsters on. The waitress had a holster. I walk in, I go, I guess I'm safe in here. I ain't nobody going to come and rob this place. Nah, buddy. You're all right in here. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to try nothing in here. And then the whole place laughs. I'm like, all right, then. Now, you know, tell me some I, jokes, funny man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know it, was, it was just, it was just the fun. I'd never seen anything. I mean, I've seen guns, but I mean, I've just never seen like the waitress got a gun and the people sitting down got a gun. The guy behind the counter, uh, the guy cooking had a gun in that little window, you know, where you put the food through. Right. He had a shotgun had a, right on had a, a, yeah. your shoulder. <laughs> <with> a <bandolier>. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You know, and, uh, because I'd never seen that many guns in one place. I just thought it was hilarious because when I went back outside, because when I walked in, I didn't notice that all the – everybody had F-150s or, or something similar to an F-150 or like a yeah, absolutely. cab. You know, and I'm going, God damn, has anybody got cars in this place? <laughs> you go, Not for work, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. My wife drives a car, but it's four-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, I am right. And uh, I, I never – and it was just really kind of cool. I was sitting there going, you know, I kind of – I understand the practicality of having a truck because I was looking at it. And I'm going, you know, if you really think about it, if that's your family car, if your family car has a six foot bed on the back of it, yeah, and a tonneau cover, if that's the family car, you don't give a damn about like like if I go someplace with somebody and I'm say I'm taking a girl uh, to some place that's kind of vacation or something, or I'm taking some family members, I got a Camry. So I have to think, what do I take? What can I take? <laughs> yeah, they got pretty good trunk, trunk space. But if it's four people going, you got to really be conservative. <laughs> or if you got a lady who packs uh, everything. Yeah, yeah I got I, one, one chick equals three people. Yes. <laughs> I was like, God. I mean, and the thing is, and this is what I learned. Take your stuff to the trunk first. Put your stuff. You don't have to put it in the trunk. But at least put it behind the trunk because as she comes out, she's going to come out with the first wave of her stuff. And then she's now she's going, oh, that's right. He exists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck face is coming. Let me, I guess I'll stuff this shit in here. I need something to keep my shit off the fucking nasty bottom of this trunk. <laughs> oh, God. yeah. I still got leaves. In the, I still got, I, I, I yeah, still yeah. got leaves <laughs> in the trunk from all the oil stain and the fucking funnel stuff shit down here. I'm just going to put his bag on top of that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put it in there. I see. I, I, it's like it's like it's like I'm the only one that drives. I mean, you know, no one else is usually there's no one else in the car, and you, so I just leave. You know, anything I don't feel like dragging in a house, that crap stays right in the trunk. Yeah, you know, I got I got cans of salmon in the trunk. <laughs> oh, man, you don't need that. Who are you uh, leave that to? That's Anthony Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll eat it with some rice at some point, but I was like, I don't feel like picking it up. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's not that hot out there. I'll get it. Later. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, we're on two different wavelengths because it's 95 here with like 90% relative humidity. It's, it is unpleasant. And the idea of leaving a can, I could probably leave a can of soda in my trunk. It would explode. Like if I'm being honest <laughs> with the windows up. Yeah. Oh, oh here's the thing. Yeah, if, if, it, if it gets, if it gets super hot, um, everything comes, everything like that comes out. Cause I made the mistake one time. This is the part I went shopping today and there's, I don't know if you go to this. You go to the same supermarket all the time. Yeah, I got a home base. I don't like okay. Walmart, man. I try to avoid it. Oh, you mean for food or just in general? 
in general, but also that's the other option is a their grocery store neighborhood market thing. That's my other option. I try to go to Kroger for the most part. Do you have do you have a teller that you go to all the time? No, I like to do the self check shit. That's what I I just go there, try to scan all my shit, and I get the hell up out of there. But you you mean you shop for the for you your wife and and, and, and little man and, and you go to the self check. I mean, do you go do you do the the major shopping yourself or? Okay, no, this is a fun thing. Since all the COVID happened and a little bit before, um, I've now subscribed to like they send you meals through the mail shit, like where you mm-hmm. get all the stuff and then you cook it and make it yourself. Oh, but wait, wait, was, is that okay fresh? Uh, so we've tried the expensive ones. There's like Blue Apron and Hello Fresh, and there are a couple other ones I think, but um, they're a little expensive for what they are. And there's like offshoots of those companies. Like I think it's they get like the leftover shit, whatever there's a lot of. And so then they make like a new round of meals. And yeah, this one's like fifty bucks. It's like fifty bucks a week. It's four meals for two people. So that's hmm. what, eight meals for fifty dollars, technically? Hmm. That ain't bad, right? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> And during all the fucking COVID madness, like I got to where I would go to the store and get some shit, but I always could count on four days worth of groceries coming, you know, one day during the week. So that's nice. It's it's really weird because I see commercials for these for these products all the time, and in the back of my mind, you know, I remember I was watching I was watching this this, this documentary on uh, uh Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Okay, and he was getting he had a personal chef in his house. And that'd be whatever, or a group of or probably a bunch of chefs. Actually. So whenever 24 seven, from what I understand, if he wanted something, obviously he could get it. But at the point, it got to the point where he had specific things that it was, were his favorites. So he could literally call down and give them a number. Yeah. And they knew he wanted this, this, this and this. That, that I want it this way. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, so that's really because I, I remember seeing these meals and they come. And I'm going, you know, I like. I'm one of those people that likes the like when you watch it uh, late at night. When you watch TV late at night, you see the um, those uh, set it and forget it. Yeah, man. I was. Dude, I, I didn't have cable at all as a kid. I know all them shits, all of them. Did you ever see? Them? Right, we'll get. I'm gonna side rep. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No, it's not even that. I'm just like, yeah, infomercials. I love them. There was one I remember as a kid with the fat chef with the mustache, Chef Tony. And he, it was like a, basically a hot pocket bag and you could just put shit in it and then put it in the microwave. And he'd be like, you want to make a fucking steak in the microwave? Check this shit out. Pow. And then he would make bacon. And anyway, yeah, I remember all those crazy infomercials. So you like those? Like you just collect that shit or you think about it and never pull the trigger? I've pulled the trigger a couple of times. Uh, the one with the hot air that cooks the food. Oh, a uh, hot air fryer is great. I got one of those things too. It's way easier uh, on my kitchen, man. Hell yeah. Oh my God. It's like, I, I, I said to somebody, somebody else, I said, when I get a bigger kitchen and I get out of this place, I'm going to have a whole counter of that crap. Yeah. <laughs> right. And my oven is going to, people are going, you know, uh, you've had this oven for four years now and uh, it still has the tags on it and it will still have the tags on it because I got these things, damn it. You know, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think the, the whoever invented yoga pants and air fryers, like those, are probably the two biggest inventions I've seen in the last fifteen years, man. <laughs> oh, those things! Those things are perfect. 
you know, I, I just I just love those like the air fryers and the, and the confection ovens, man. You know, if the first I watch you watch the commercial, man, get that bull out of here. You can't put a whole chicken in there and the air air swirls around it and get that crap yeah. out. Yeah. My boy's like, oh, I'll get it. <laughs> Guess what? They weren't lying. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and now it's a ninja. Now you can get the ninja machine and it slices, it dices, it even makes chicken and fries. Man. It, dude, I love it. I love all these inventions, and th- I'm slowly tr- thinking about putting together like one of those Iron Chef kitchens. So one day, like you say, when I can get a big enough place, it's like this kitchen. I put all this shit in there, all the little ice cream makers and fucking doodads, and yeah, I love it. I even got that crap where you make your own sodas. I had one. I think I got one of those laying in the graveyard somewhere in there. That really kind of took off. It was like fidget spinners, man. Like it came on the scene and it just fucking left. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sitting there going, you know, I, I can actually just, you know, I could walk to my corner store in seven minutes and come back with several flavors, and I have that little canister that can blow up in my face. It's it's fun, but I think the problem is, is if you drink soda, um there's a flavor that's associated with it. And the problem is, is they can't nail the flavor without getting their ball suit off. So any flavor you get of any kind of soda is going to be a little off when it comes to like a soda stream. I, if they would let Coca-Cola sell their syrup, I don't know who would make more money, but I don't think Coca-Cola is trying to compete with that shit. Cause they don't want you making that shit at the house. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you, if you actually, Created something and just stumbled across something that came close to tasting like Coca Cola, your house would probably blow up. Yeah, they would. Like, they, <laughs> but that's what I do. When I first had it, I thought about. It. I tried the colas. I tried the root beers are okay, but like, I'm a Coke guy. I love Coca Cola, the classic, and I will drink other colas. And I've, I've had a bunch, and there's just it's a flavor you can't really touch. And I think. It would be cool if you could do like old school soda fountain style where say you get the big bottle like that. You get like a little shot of it, like a little espresso shot, how they sell those of Coca-Cola syrup. You pour that shit into a cup and then you make your little fucking water and you pour that shit in the cup on top of that. You stir it up just like back in the day. That'd be cool as shit. Man, it's really weird because it's it's, it's just weird. You feel like a. Yeah. Like you're a thousand when you start referencing yeah. stuff like that. I feel like a total hipster right now. Like this is probably something that definitely happened in some city that I'm unaware of. It's just a bunch of dipshits making sodas the old fashioned way. Oh, if you, if, if you live, if uh, yeah, I, I went to a couple of places that were outside of the city. Like the, the uh, well, uh, I'll go back to when I lived in, in uh, when I was uh, Philly. If you go outside of in between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, that's why Philadelphia, like Pennsylvania and Ohio, are the bellwether states because their makeup is very, very similar to the makeup of the actual country. Yeah, you know, five, most of the people on the coast, you know, and and people in in the middle of of the state with a lot of space, right? If you go outside, if you go between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, you will see people. I mean, I was going, I'm sitting there going, I, I was literally it was like being in, it was like a I popped into an episode of Happy Days. <laughs> you know, I was like, what the, you know, and, and it was like, and once again, I didn't, it was really weird. I didn't feel uncomfortable because sometimes, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll go someplace and you, you, you see people like, what's he doing here? Yeah, and, that's, uh, okay. that's one of those ones where you get hit with a fire hose when you walk in the door. That's not <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what the fuck? No, oh, fuck. You, 
<laughs> Why are there dogs in this damn restaurant? What's with the dogs? Yeah. <laughs> I just want a cheeseburger. You got to go around back. What the uh, fuck? No, that's where the delivery window is, dude. Settle the fuck down. Right. That's why you won't let me use the bathroom, you bastards. We don't have one. All right, I'm going to this game. No, literally, we don't have one. The toilet's outside, man. Sorry. I've seen places where I, I've gone in, and I and I was it was a place where I was doing some shows, and I'm telling you, sold out shows, all shows packed, nobody black in the audience, no black people on the staff. And I had worked this club a million and a half times, so I mean, the people that the owner, the the the, the booker, the, the people in the back, the waitresses, the whole staff loved me. I loved them. We were, I mean, we were really cool. Yeah. But it was just so I didn't pay attention to that. They were like family to me. But the, the audiences, they look at me like uh, it, it was. It wasn't like who's this guy? Get him out! It was like it was almost like a curiosity. Oh, there's a black dude here, huh? Yeah, he's not. He's on the show. Yeah, he's oh, okay. Like gun or smoking marijuana? What's going huh? on? Oh, cool. You know, so I, I'm going on stage. I'm going first one you've seen in a while, huh? Ah, so that was the game over. You know, and <laughs> it was just so weird. I'm sitting like, this is the same state that I was raised in, but it was Philadelphia, and I go places. And if you're in, if you're in a city that if it's if it's in tourist season, then you'll see more. They'll see more black people there. But when it's not tourist season, you almost see none, except for when I come to town, which yeah. uh, <laughs> is. So I go to the restaurant and they they, they kind of looking at me like, huh. That's when you go by Stephen. Huh. <laughs> reservation for Stephen Thomas, right? This yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, get it. This is a restaurant, but it's like one of those, like a it was it was like a, a standalone restaurant, but it wasn't a it wasn't a it was kind of like an Applebee's type place, but it wasn't Applebee's. I walk in and she's very super duper over the top nice. To everyone in line. Hey, welcome to Shooky Boogie Shack. Hey, okay, it's incredible. Hey, you guys are the greatest. I get up to the counter. Hi. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you. Like just the, the so like and then the guy, but people. But here's the thing: the people making the food in the back were black dudes and and um, Latino dudes. So I walk over to the thing to get my food, and they see me, and they're like, "Oh, hey." Oh, yeah. hey man, what's going on, man? Hey, whoa. you know. And uh, but here's the thing: because I was doing shows there the whole week, three or so days later, they kept see the, the people kept seeing me, and the waitresses kept seeing me, and the lady who took the orders kept seeing me. So now she's used to me three days in. So I come back and hey, everybody, and I pull up. Hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess it's just a three day delay in acknowledging. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that you treat me like everybody else. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> it you gotta get the three day waiting period, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, to me, that crap is is like, it's like I'm I'm fifty one. I'm gonna be fifty two. Now, this was a few years ago, but after you get to a certain age, it's like I already. It's like you're you know what's coming. You know what's coming at some point. If I mean these things will happen. Uh. Like if I get up at eight, say I walk out the house at eight and I come back at eight, these will, this, these little things will happen maybe twenty times a day, every day. You know, and you can either let it bother you or you can just go. I got stuff to do. I ain't got time to worry about you being an idiot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
You know, no, no, I don't know what you're saying, to be honest with you. I was talking to Delvin about stuff like this uh, not too long ago. It's mm-hmm. it's something I try to think about a lot now. I find myself trying to reflect and, and you know, realize that it must be hard being a black dude in America these days. It's probably been harder before. <laughs> like right now, you know, it's there's just a lot of stuff going on and I can't understand what it would be like to carry around the pressure of thinking somebody's going to fucking that you're going to just murder somebody on a day-to-day basis. Like I look the part, but fortunately I'm not around that many people, you know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was around a ton of people all day, that were just kind of like side eyeing me. I'd probably snap at some point. I'm like what the fuck man. <laughs> it, 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 well, the thing about it is, it's just that it's, it's like, it's like anything else. It's like, just, just imagine yourself. Like you said, you packed on a couple of pounds, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now, just imagine this. Just imagine tomorrow your gym opens up next to your house. Yep. You can go. You have a one-year membership, and you go and you start lifting weights again. Now, the first day, you're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, your arm is hurt. But after about six months, three months, six months, you get the soreness, but you can deal with it. You don't like it, but you can deal with it. And it's very similar to that. It's like, I know what's coming. I know what's going to happen. I know the. I know that the accidentally the elevator door is not going to be held for me. I know. I know I'm going to be standing in an elevator and someone's going to come towards it, pretend like they have a get, they're getting a phone call and wait for the elevator door to close. I know these things are happening. But I, I was like, I got stuff to do. I don't, you know, I, I don't have time to worry about that. It sounds like what you're saying to me is just, you know, a little bit of racism throughout the day for a long time makes it okay, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what okay. I heard. You just kind of deal with it. I don't, the fuck, man. You know, it's it's like, uh, it's like uh, I'll put it to you this way. Just imagine you had mild food poisoning and your stomach was a little bit hurt, was hurting a little bit. You don't want it, but you, you still got to go to work. You just made me think of like a racist ass Mary Poppins song. It's just like a spoonful <laughs> of hatred. Well, that wasn't the right word, but just <laughs> racism go down. <laughs> a spoonful yeah. of not giving a crap. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it, it's just really weird. Because uh, and the, and the worst part about which is which is hilarious is you'll go through a period where none of that crap happens for about a, a week, then two weeks, and like, oh man, okay. And then all of a sudden, bang, something else happening. Like, you mother jumpers. Yeah, somebody else ruined the shit. Somebody <laughs> fucked up and they were on the news and everybody's looking at us, the black guy again. Fuck. Yeah, here's that news van again. <laughs> now, now when, it came, when it came time to the protests and all that kind of stuff, anything happened in Arkansas? Um, a couple things happened. They had a march uh, down to our capital and all those folks moseyed their way onto the major freeway that runs through our fine city. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some shit got broke the first couple nights. They tuned it up pretty quick, though. Like they, I think the, the rioting and the looting in the very beginning kind of scared everybody a little bit. Mm-hmm. The reality of the situation is people were very upset, and I get it, man. Like, you know, I'm not going to say now, Monday morning quarterback, what should have been done or what shouldn't have been done, but I get it. Um, broke some shit, invaded the freeway, and uh, our mayor got pretty upset about that. Not so much that it was, um, you know, not exercising their thing, but just, you know, like uh, Children's Hospital is on the same street as our capital. Like, it's literally the same exit. 
and they were pretty upset about that. They were like, look, guys, I understand you're mad. You can't be blocking up this part of the freeway. <laughs> like, there's a children's hospital here and the University of Arkansas, UAMS, like the big one is another exit up the street. It's like, you know, you can't. So they knocked that off. Um, I don't know. We had a couple of really interesting places where they had marches. Uh, there's two cities here. One is Cabot. Uh, I've been there a bunch. It's always been kind of a running understanding that they don't like a black people. Uh, mm-hmm. And the only black people they really had were usually on their sports teams. You know what I mean? Like the ones that I guess they were cool with were usually the running backs or the fucking basketball team or whatever. And I'm not being racist and being honest. Uh, <laughs> they, I get it. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> You can understand when I heard this, I was a little surprised because we made uh, like trending news on Twitter. It was like, yeah, uh, and Harrison, which is a whole nother conversation. We'll get into that one in a second. But Cabot had a uh, Black Lives Matter march. People, you know, walked down the thing and there wasn't a lot of black folks there. I'm going to be honest with you. But, you know, it was cool that they let them do it and didn't have any real issues. And then I started watching you know, the local stuff and talking to friends. And it was like, oh, no, there were rednecks at, like, the gas stations and stuff, you know, talking shit. <laughs> they were walking by with their Confederate flags and their Trump hats and all that shit, too. So that little one video of the people doing it in the yard, yeah, that was happening here, too. It's just nobody really got it on camera. It's, it, it's, it's, I, I went to visit some relatives in my hometown, and um, there is a, kind of a strip mall I don't even know like I guess you can call it a, an out like a shopping center you know you got a supermarket a Lowe's a, yeah you know, a shopping oh center my, oh my god man I just I was just curious I was like I know there's a lot of places there that if they're going to be hit that place is going to get blasted so I drove there I drove there today because I was going to going to visit a relative I drove there to that same mall today only thing open is the supermarket. <laughs> Everything else has wood on it. Yeah. The bank, the McDonald's, the all yeah. of that, the locals. I, I was like, because when I went there right after everything exploded, I drove through there and it was, uh, I, was like, I just got to see what's going on down there. And um, and I was dropping off some water. Uh, and, I, and I go, okay, let me see what's going on. And it was like, that was, I, I'd never seen, uh, it was the, uh, the guard was there, the National Guard was there. Yeah, and I was looking. I was like, I was looking at the. It was apparently, uh, obviously that 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 location had been just decimated. But also, um, it, as it turns out, they had it was a staging area. So now I'm seeing dudes. I go to the supermarket to get one of those. You know, you get those little. You know, you go to a supermarket that has uh, you know the sandwiches. And they make them in the deli, and then yeah. they, they they then they say, okay, no one bought this sandwich. It's still good, but it's they don't, no one's going to want to buy it because it's been sitting there for 20 minutes. They put it in the plastic containers and they put it out in the display case and cut the price in half. Yeah, dude. I'll get a fucking secondhand sandwich. Talk to me. Oh, oh my God. That's the thing, man. First of all, what I like about the secondhand sandwiches is, let's be honest, they're half price. You can get one to eat now. Yeah. Put one in the damn refrigerator. If it sucks, so what? You pay half price <laughs> for it. It's a sandwich. Like, it's meat and bread. Shut the fuck up and eat it. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's like pizza. It's like, it's meat, yeah. it's cheese, it's sauce. You can put meat, cheese, and sauce on a dead cat and most people will eat it. 
Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. What, is it a dick sandwich? Because that's about the only reason I'm not going to eat it. And I'll probably try a bite, you know, just to see how it works out. But, you know, like, what the fuck? It's a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, I get that. And I'm, and it's, it's really, it's weird because inside the supermarket, there's a bunch of dudes, the, the guard guys. Are there. I'm sitting there talking to dudes. Hey, man, well, it's just two dudes talking. Yeah, man. You, yeah, man. You know, yeah, man. UFC, man. Just, yeah, you know what I want to see? You know what I want to see? And we're, we're talking about the UFC, and I'm, I'm sitting there going, I'm talking to two dudes with like AK 47 <laughs> ballistic flak jackets. I said, This is like the weirdest thing. I didn't take a picture. I said, This is the weirdest thing I've ever said. Well, what's, what's that? And I said, I'm sitting there talking about UFC fights. And y'all dress like you're about to blow something up, or like you, you know, like you're in Afghanistan or something. I said, yeah. I said, do not trip when this conversation ends while you're facing me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you tripping over nothing until no. I'm way, you know. But the Thank thing you. is, one of those bullets would go through the whole damn supermarket, so it really wouldn't have mattered. You know, man, I hate that, man. I hate that it's gotten so crazy so fast i think a lot of people are having a hard time adjusting with just their day-to-day shit let alone like some danger in the beginning and Mm -hmm. as people get more more poor (laughs) and the money stops coming and people don't go to work like it's gonna get a little crazier man you know people get angry it's i was i was explaining this to a uh younger person uh when i said you know, it's just like anything else. When someone gets super duper angry, yeah, I mean, super duper angry, and we've all been there. I don't know. You, I don't know if you've been in bar fights before. Not so much. I've been that kind of angry, but it's desperation too. Like that's the other thing. Like if you don't want to be somebody with nothing to lose that's super pissed off. Like that's not the person you want to butt heads with right now. Oh no, because yeah, I've been in bars where everybody we're trying to get out. The fight has nothing to do with us. Yes, but everybody's punching everybody. And I'm like, and I'm looking around, going, "There's about 25 feet to the door. I'm going to have to knock out about five people just to get out of here." And I don't even know if they did anything. Right. I just got to make. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the fences and hope I get to the fucking door before somebody connects. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you you can feel like fists like graze the back of your head. You know, I'm like, all I got to do is get out of here with my boys. We're just we're just we're comics and yeah. actors and singers. We're not we're not you know. <laughs> guys, they're gonna stand there and put your dukes up. You're gonna get knocked the fuck out on stage. <laughs> like, what is this crap? You know what I mean? You yeah. know, and I and uh, I grew up in you know, well, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yes. So it's not it's not my first rodeo, but you know, but you know, I've never initiated the rodeo, but I finished a few. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I I'm never gonna raise my hand first because I, I I'm not that guy. So I no. get out of there and I'm and I'm you know you know, and, and it's funny how in the movies you punch somebody in the head and it's like anyway guys. Like your hands don't hurt, right? So you know, so we're outside, and I'm going, "What the hell was that?" But I was so angry that people were trying to hit me for nothing that I was just knocking people in the face, trying to get out. And afterwards, you're going, "I didn't want to have to hit you," you know. <laughs> I, I don't want to hit. You. I don't want to punch dudes in the nose. You know, I don't want to like do all that. And when people get super duper angry, they don't think; they just strike out. And then afterwards, they go, "Ah, oh, oh." And I think that's what happened because, like, say you have a, a, a bunch of rags on the floor, and you dump lighter fluid on, them. and you just keep dumping lighter fluid on them every day, every day, every day. 
eventually it's not just rags and lighter fluids. Rag, it's rags, lighter fluids, and fumes. Yes. So you throw a match in there and it blows the hell up. If it was just one rag and you throw a match on it, you'd have a fire in the middle of the floor and you go, ah, oh, damn it. You get a glass of water and you dump it on there. Unfortunately, there's been like decades of, <laughs> you know, rags, rags and lighter fluids. Lighter fluid and fucking. I think at this point it's gasoline, man. You know, uh, let's be completely honest. It's been coming to a head for a long time. And uh, I think but, people have had enough, man. It's it's really weird. I mean, I mean, it's really weird. Now, you, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm a, you, do you get pulled over a lot? I got pulled over just the other day, a couple days now, ago. Yeah. Now, what did you think when the when the police officer was behind you? Um, <laughs> I, first thing I thought was, should I record this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, man. So I, this is actually kind of a funny story just because I this is my mentality when I've dealt with police officers. Mm-hmm. I have been pulled over a couple times and been riding dirty in a sense and gotten off clean. Like just didn't get to the point where they had to check my car, which is nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I'm not unfamiliar with it, but I still get nervous as shit. Like it doesn't matter if I'm doing nothing wrong. Like I always am reluctant. Knees get a little tight, start moving. You get that adrenaline dump, you know, because it's like I don't know what's going to happen, but I know yeah. whatever the conversation is, I lose. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, because that's the thing that people. That's the thing that people, you know, like that's the thing that people don't understand. Is like it was what that feels like. Cause you see people get out. I've seen people when they get pulled up. You motherfuckers! How uh, dare you? Uh, don't you know? Nope. I can't do that crap. Nope. No. 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 You know what I mean? We'll see. Of, of the times I've been pulled over, and this is the honest to goodness truth, I've only actually done the thing I got pulled over for one time. And how many times do you think it is versus that one time? Uh, 150. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, as I'm sitting there going, I must have the most effed up uh, brake lights in history. Because they seem to break all the time. When it was in my twenties, I had a I had my first brand new car. I'm sitting there going, how are my how are my taillights broken? I had this car like a week, and my taillights have been broken four days a, is when I live in LA. Four days a week, every week, my taillights broken. <laughs> I'm not gonna fix it, you fuck. I didn't fix it yet. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, dude. He's like, why don't you just walk up to the window and go, look, there's nothing wrong with your car. I just wanted to see you was in the car, and I decided to ask with you for a few minutes. That would be less insulting. Let's be very honest. If they just wanted to say, hey, man, look, I think you're up to something. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> well, what now? You know, like, I can I can prepare myself for that with dumb questioning and responses because I know you're onto some shit. But when you pull me over for fucking my license plate, I got to do a goddamn conversation the other day with a cop about this. He said the fucking the light over your license plate, which I think is a bogus. I've been pulled over for that many times. Mm-hmm. Just and not just me, like family members, shit like that. It's a go-to. It's a reason to take a look in the car. I had we got a police officer to admit it. Uh, that I shit. Friends on the force. Yeah, it's annoying. Like, look, why do you need to be able to see my fucking license plate? And he said, well, if you're getting pulled over or I got you on a thing, you know, side of thing, 
uh, it helps that I can be able to see your license plate. I said, motherfucker, if you're behind me, you have headlights and spotlights. I said, you're not going to be able to see my license plate. That's bullshit. Like, you just want to take a look at my car. Yeah, you yeah, got, got, got the lights. You got lights <laughs> and the camera on you. Yeah. Don't <laughs> lie to me. I'm not stupid, you asshole. Like, what? I look suspicious. Okay. Thanks. Anything else, officer? And we can move on about our fucking day. But this whole, like, and especially with, you know, after my charge, I had to get that shit sealed because a couple times I got pulled over. It was um, accusatory, inquisitive. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here? Where you been? You know, duh, duh, duh. can I take a look around the car? I didn't do a lot of traveling with stuff after that just because I knew better. Oh, jeez. You know, I didn't necessarily get handcuffed in those things, in those moments, but I've definitely been asked to step out of the car and. It's oh. weird because you can say no, but you're you're gonna be there for a while, and you might go to jail. <laughs> Just yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird because you got it's, it's one of those things where uh, you know I got I was I, I literally crawled out of the bed with my girlfriend, took a shower, got dressed. It's like four o'clock in the morning, um, and I'm catching the bus. That's, that's really how long ago this was. And they rolled up on me with guns out. I'm, I'm literally, I can still see my apartment. I'm sitting there going, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm within, you know, I'm within feet of my house. And another thing, can we check your bag? And I'm going, and I, you can say no if you want to, but remember, at this particular, this is how long ago it was. There were no video cameras around. Yeah. There no. were no cell phones like they are now. You know, there was no real internet at that point, you know? So it's like, at this particular time, you got to, you got to figure out, you know, if these guys just want to shoot you in the face, they can. At this point, yeah, you're dead to rights, bro. You know, so I said, yeah, you can check my bag. And I said, I'm a salesperson. I'm going to my thing. And they're going, and I could see that I could see that one of them kind of was looking at me. He had this look on his face like, hey, what the hell is this? And as I'm talking to him, I can see him kind of, his body language kind of melt down to like, oh, he ain't going to do shit. He puts yeah. his gun away. And the other guy looks back at him and he sees him just kind of relax. And he goes, and he kind of relaxes too. Like the other guy, apparently maybe he's, better at reading bodies or whatever. And the guy just goes, you know what, uh, Mr. Thomas, uh, sorry about that. There were some uh, robberies around here. And, uh, you know, no, no big deal. You know, you're, you're fine. Da, 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 da. I said, okay. Because at that time in L.A., they could easily, they, they could easily throw some weed in your bag. Yeah. Oh, this guy's got weed and, uh, you know. And, and so, and, but the thing about it is, as an older person, I don't really even get nerve as nervous when they pull me over because first of all, the car's in my name, the insurance is in my name. I've never been arrested or anything like that. I've never taken an illegal substance. I don't drink alcohol. I don't even smoke. So you gonna have to like go out of your way to manufacture some crap to get me. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, geez Louise. Like, God, good God, man. Well, you've made good decisions, man. I haven't made all the greatest ones and I've paid for some of those in the long run. You know, I did have a moment the other day with that cop. I didn't even realize that like, he was trying to pull me over for a moment. Like I was driving and I thought I heard a siren, but I couldn't see it. And I was having to look out my, my mirror and I saw the dude behind me. I go, oh shit, I'm in his way. You know, like because cops fly <laughs> down this particular highway all the time. And uh, yeah, I pulled over and he got behind me and I go, oh fuck. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting here and I go, okay. Um, I'm not sure how to play this. And I was, I try to make them laugh. Like, that's my thing. If I can just make them laugh right out of the gate, I don't want to start off weird, whatever. 
So I turned park, turned the keys off, and uh, <laughs> I took and put both my hands out the driver's side window, palm out. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, you know, in the mirror, I'm looking back and looking, looking, and I'm waiting. And I'm like, what the fuck is this dude? You know, he had walked up to the other side to the window and was just standing there. He was like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? <laughs> so shit, officer, I didn't see you there. Yeah, he said something. It was some shit like you got to have the company posted on the vehicle and it didn't have it. So we just had a conversation. But it was a little fucked because he was like, yeah, I see you here all the time. And in my mind, I'm going, dickhead, you know, I work here. Like, what's your fucking problem? You know, but yeah, dude. So during that thing, uh, we did the standard little DOT thing where it's all this, that check your lights, all that. A local cop pulled up behind him and eventually got out to back him up. So now there's two of them. And I'm sitting there, cool, cool. And uh, a county sheriff pulls up in front of me. Broadside, pickup truck, you know, almost blocks me. And I'm just like, I don't know what's fixing to happen now, guys. <laughs> this might be out of my hands. Fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got away clean. No incidents, no problems. It just, yeah, man, yeah, I get nervous. And I, I can only imagine what that would feel like on any other like if my skin was a little darker <laughs> let alone being you know a, a fine hispanic man or a black man you know just having that instant nervousness i can't imagine it yeah it, it's just really weird especially you know the the young ones and I'm like but young ones i mean well i'm i'm pushing 52 so that's damn near everybody uh <laughs> young <laughs> i mean like 20s and teens, 20s, and 30s, because, you know, I've already been through all of that myself, and now everything that they've been through, the multiplied by five punk, I've already been through that, and I ain't going to talk about parents. You ain't going to talk about what the fuck they went through. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so, but it's, it's really weird, because, you know, I, I just, um, it's just interesting that people kind of get it now. You know what I mean? Like, people are kind of, kind of get it. It's like anything else. When you have information that is overloading you, and in your face, and you just can't escape the information. It's just washing yeah. over you like a tsunami. It just changes everything. You know, it, it's, it's like like I can like it's like you're really, you can relate to some of the stuff, right? Like you're you're a married guy with a kid. Yes, I've lived with women, so I can understand some of the things you go through. But I've never had a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So you have the dad thing going. And that's why I wanted to ask you about it because I saw I saw some video, I remember videos you sent uh, the first time you did a show with the baby and, and the little man was doing some stuff. How was he handling the whole oh, not going anywhere thing? He's oblivious, man. We I I try to make this place fun. I'm sure he gets bored here and there, but for the most part, man, we try to just keep him doing stuff. Uh, we did have a spell, like probably about a month and a half, where you know we just didn't. He didn't get to go anywhere for the most part because we weren't sure what was going on. You know, now it's whatever. If we go into a place, I'll throw him a mask on him. But he doesn't really go into a lot of places right now. Just you know, it's weird because I'm not a doctor. I don't know who to believe. I don't want to take any chances with him specifically because I have to at least do my job as a parent. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't quite believe everything that we're being told and fed and all that other stuff. So 
this whole COVID thing has been a real trip for me. How how far away uh, from where you are are your or your uh, your family? Like your other relatives? Oh man, close, close my, friends. My my mom in St. Louis. My wife has uh, her mom, her parents are not pretty close, just right down the street. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of family around here anymore, man. I really don't. I got a couple that I don't really speak to that are, you know, around, but not really a family, uh, family unit much anymore. <laughs> we, uh, have gotten used to kind of just doing our own thing. So that's what I say. Like it hasn't been a huge adjustment. There's just been a few things like going to the store certain times of the day, or maybe you don't get exactly what you want, or, you know, maybe something doesn't get here as quick as it could have. And you just kind of deal with it. That's what I tell my wife. Anytime something bad happens, I'm like, you can't even bitch about it right now because people are going to be like, bitch, it's COVID. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah. It's a built-in yeah, it's a built-in excuse for a, a whole lot of crap. It know? is, dude. I heard somebody, listen, I understand working in restaurants is a hard job. Um, I don't eat in restaurants a lot because I don't like to tip. That's not to say that I won't tip. If I go somewhere, I feel like it's necessary. I don't do it. So I don't eat in restaurants. Fair. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's, it's really weird because you get to the, it's like we're now in the habit. A lot of people anyway are in the habit now of, I used to just grab whatever I wanted while I was out doing what I needed yeah. to do. Can't do that. You know, and it's, it's, it's just a weird thing because, you know, when I see places that I used to, like my favorite Chinese food place, that sucker's down. I had to find another one. Yeah, a lot of places get shit after this, man. And that's, okay, so here's the thing. I don't like to tip, really, and I heard somebody say this about, like, well, if you get to go, you're obviously tipping the people. I go, what now? I'm supposed to tip what? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, you fucking tip those guys. I was like, they brought me my food. I didn't want to sit in my car. I would have walked up there and fucking got it, you know? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm a, I'm a fucking cheap ass when it comes to stuff like that, but... That's been a, a change is the not being able to go in certain places and having the uh, the implied gratuity, I guess we'll call it the give me more money because I'm a hero kind of shit. I'm like, OK, well, uh, no, thank you for bringing me my pizza. Here's your fucking five dollars. Thanks. It's really weird because a lot of places, uh, I think they're kind of moving back to actually taking money from your hand. Oh, that's oh, weird. No, no, yeah. that's weird. I don't even like cash anymore. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. It was all touchless. It's like, I, I got a, I got a, <laughs> I got a pizza from, I forgot what service it was. And I walk outside and I'm going, this dude should have been here already. What the hell, man? I walk down the street and I'm like, what? My neighbor goes, hey, uh, the guy was here, but I don't know. I don't think he dropped anything. I'm like, what the hell is? It's not like this. This is this is a pretty cute place. I mean, it's not you know. What the hell? And uh, and then I I have my phone in my hand. I'm like, let me call these people, damn it, because I'm gonna give them a piece of my mind. And I see a picture of the pizza, and my screen door. And I'm going, oh, what the? Fuck? I walk by. <laughs> and I, he had left it on the ground by the door, <laughs> and oh. pulled off because it's touchless. I'm sitting there going, uh, now I know I got to put a table on my porch. Uh, <laughs> these jackasses will leave the food right on. I mean, it was okay. 
it's not. I mean, it was it's clean, but I was like, what? The, you yeah. know, because it was because it's not because they they figure it's, it's it was like when um you get some, I got something from Amazon and they took a picture of the package. And I'm going, that's not my that's not my door. <laughs> Everybody is kind of doing that, dude. It's every the delivery service like model has got to step it up because like in some cases with that Amazon, Amazon doesn't give a fuck, dude. Like they come up and just throw shit on my porch and take a picture of it like they're supposed to, but it's not like they're not wearing gloves and masks. They don't give a shit. Uh, the first pizza I got during COVID madness, like this is probably a month into it. Like when everybody was really starting to freak out, this was right after toilet paper, but before bullets, so it was right there between those two things running out. I got a Papa John's or some shit. And uh, yeah, they brought it to my house and they just left it on the front porch in a trash bag. That's who it was. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked and they were gone. Like, I just, I thought I heard them pull up. I was outside, maybe drinking a beer or something. And I heard a car pull up. I go, oh, shit, pizza's here. It's all paid for, like you said, you know, debit, tip, everything's good. I go, yeah, they'll leave it out there or whatever. I hear the car pull up. I'm like, all right, cool. I can run up. Shoes on. We're gonna walk outside, and they were already backing out of my fucking driveway. It's like they pulled all the way in there, threw this shit out the window, and bounced. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and come to think of it, Jody, it was Papa John's. Yeah, I got another one later, and they treated it was like a bomb. Like I got there, <laughs> they put it out on top of like the, the driveway. They set it down, and they put their hands out and backed away from it. And shit, I was like, it's not C four, guys. It's fucking cheese sticks. Settle the fuck down. Ridiculous, man. I don't know. I hope that we can find some state of normal soon. You know, it's getting there. Like we're we're getting there. Uh, some of the places are starting to kind of tune up again. And Lord have mercy. I don't know how the next six months are going to go. We should reconvene in six months and just laugh about all the shit that happened. <laughs> yeah, damn right. I, I really, yeah, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to find out what exactly has changed since this one to that yeah, one. Cause obviously uh, Dude, the it's whole like, world damn near blew up between. <laughs> it's, Anthony. it's like, we're standing on a fucking, just looking at the storm, just a shit storm, lightning bolts and fucking orange hair and fucking signs and, Oh man, we we're staring at it. It's like it's coming, man. We'll be here. Oh my, oh my god! Just, yeah, I'm just imagining <laughs> what. Because as a kid, I used to love. This will show you how much of a how much of a semi nerd I was. I used to love watching elections, especially the presidential election, because it gives you an idea of what the hell's going on. Yes. And this one here is going to look like. <laughs> this one here is going to look like. Uh, Freaking Armageddon! It's like November second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like you're almost not going to want to turn your television on. I'm voting by mail, dude. Yeah, and let's see how all that goes, right? Yeah, because where cause where I am is like it's like real easy. Um, hey, they might not be able to discriminate if they don't know you're fucking. Well, then again, you're you're going to be okay. Some of you, your cousins and shit, aren't going to be okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because it's like, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's good to see that. Fuck that. They throw it in the trash can. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I got some relatives with some names, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got, because a couple of my, uh, couple of my other relatives who are like roughly my age, 
they literally made sure every child's name started with the same first letter. Yes. But they're all, but they're, you know, but it's like they're all unique names. But I, that's when she came to me because she goes, Steve, here's your little cousin. Like, oh, man, when you kiss the baby, hug the baby. And she says the baby's name, and I'm going, okay. Um, again, one more time. <laughs> how is that spelled, you know? And and obviously now 30 years later, they're all adults with children now. You know, I'm so used to the names. But the thing is, is like I'm the generation before the generation, before the name started to become unique. Yeah. And by unique, uh, you mean apostrophes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, no, no apostrophes. Not that far. But, <laughs> but definitely, there's absolutely, you know that my relatives are black by their names. Yes. Even though if you look their names up, 20% of the people that come up under the names are white ladies that have exactly the same name. Yeah. Well, what's I'm fucked going- up, yes, Anthony Thomas, is we all know the truth, and we can talk about that if you like, is uh, a lot of black people uh, have white people last names. Now, we, uh, we can get into that. I, I have three of them. <laughs> yeah, Thomas is a good one. This is, I heard this is somebody else's joke. You might even know who it is, so I'm not trying to steal it. It's just a funny fucking joke, but it was like, it's not hard to figure out. A lot of people owned slaves back in the day. It's like, if you want to just come up with a random black dude name, just take any name, you know, any crazy name in the front, and just take a dead president's last name. You got it. you damn right. <laughs> you should see some. Man, I'm telling you. Well, what's going <laughs> to fuck you up is what I did is right after that, you're going to sit in your chair and go, Johnson's, Davis, Harrison's. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. It's like Adams, Washington, Lincoln. Holy shit. <laughs> it, it's just a weird thing. It's Here's the funny thing about it. This is a very, very interesting thing, and I didn't even really understand. And it happened to me so many times um, in job interviews. And the uh, I, I would literally back in the day, you know, like the nine to five job thing. Yes. I would put my resume in man, and they would call my ass back really quickly. I bet they would. And, and they talked to me on the phone. They go, oh, I'm looking for uh, Stephen Thomas. Oh, that's me. Steve OK. Thomas. <laughs> um, uh, have you done in sales before? And that was, as a matter of fact, I've actually done computer sales, uh, computer I've sold computer ribbons. And this, that. OK, fantastic. We need you. Come on in for a face-to-face interview. These, I saw the guy, and I'm going, I'm pretty sure that's the guy. Yep, I recognize his voice. And he's looking for Steve Thomas. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not going to, I'm going to say, going, this is hilarious. I don't even really, I say, I don't care whether I get this it's particular me. job. Yeah, it's I'm me, gonna, guy. I'm going to sit right here and amuse myself. <laughs> and I'm sitting there looking at the guy, and I'm laughing, I'm laughing my ass off. And he's like, Oh, Jesus Christ, man! I love the guy on the phone. I said, "Yeah, I said, maybe he's not coming in today." Did uh, Steve Thomas come in? I said, "Yeah, I think he's here." Yeah, it's me. And yeah. then he turns around and looks at me like, and he had, he had one of the, he had that. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with '70s era sitcoms. A little bit. That look on it's like a, like a, that look on the face where the person goes, "Huh?" You know that it's like that they, they, the head spins around. They're like, "What the hell?" And the guy's like looking at me like, "Oh." What the f- uh, you know? And I walk into the office, and he goes, and he he wanted so badly. Yeah, I could tell he wanted to go. You didn't sound like a black guy. I yeah. was waiting for that shit, and uh, I was like, you better not even think about saying that bulls. And I, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, this is gonna become my fucking building when I walk out. I said, you talking shit? I said, 
you better not even think about saying that crap, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, and uh, I took the job anyway. And then, uh, you know, then I then later on, I obviously got the job. I the jokes took over, but but it was, it was just like a really funny thing to uh, to see. <laughs> you know, I mean, to me that amuses me. I think that that's that's hilarious. And uh, dude, it's not know, a bad plan. We did pull the. Oh, 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 sorry, my earphones popped out for a second. Oh. Sorry. There you go. Say again. I said it's not a bad plan. You basically pulled a Jamie Fox. You know that's oh. what he did. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, I, I it, it yeah yeah oh yeah I forgot about this story. That's right. Yeah, I said well his name is uh his name's Eric Bishop. You might have done it before. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying like no no no. I'm saying, I'm saying with that name, he he wanted to have a unisex name for 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 comedy, so they didn't know who was coming up. Right. But it was it was just like a, it was just like a a weird thing. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just one of those. It's just a. It's just weird when you look around and see what's going down. You know, it, it's just I, I don't know. It, the last thing that affected everybody like this, you know, it always takes something big. It's it's amazing how people will. It's Rodney King. Yeah. Is this not the last time that everybody was paying attention and didn't have shit going on? It was the nineties and motherfuckers were watching the shit happen with the viral video, you know? Oh my god. That was that was right before I moved to Los Angeles too. Yeah. I mean we've had a couple when Michael Brown got crazy and that was Ferguson, right? Was that yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like that one got pretty rowdy. They fucked some shit up. And a few of the different ones around I think Eric Garner got a little bit of shit too, like stirred up when it happened, yeah. Yeah, it, it's really it's it's just a weird thing, but you yeah. know. But the thing is, if you've seen them, you 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 on the other side, you look and you're going, I know this is going to be a few weeks. Yeah, it's going to pop back to normal. Yeah, yeah. But but when you go when you turn on Netflix and the first thing is a Black Lives Matter movie marathon or whatever the hell they had on there, <laughs> I was like, what? This is like it's not like I'm sitting there going, I know I'm sitting there going. It'd be different if you 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 had some new movies. It was like, yeah, these are the movies I saw already. Oh, it's Pander City. Like, look, I understand that it's got to be annoying, like, because that's what I keep seeing. It's like the black delegation says, "Hey, just stop killing people with mine. We don't need you to to do this and do this and apologize and shit." But is it not at least a little amusing that like the fucking Cleveland Indians are changing their name, like the the fucking Dixie Chicks? Drop Dixie. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying, like, is it not a little humorous to sit here and look at these desperate ass people? Like, going, look, look, I love black people. Fucking shit. Watch. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah to me, yeah, what, what I thought was the Dixie Chicks one, I mean, they, as they, I forgot what their names are. They could have literally just changed the name completely instead of going for Chicks, because quite frankly, they're calling themselves Chicks. So somebody's going to get mad about that at some point. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? They, they could problematic. They, yeah, they could have just used their first names like Susan. I don't know what their names are, like Susan, Megan, and Johnny, or or the first letter F L M or C L, whatever the, the letters of their first names were. They could have done that. Just make a complete change if you want to do that. But I don't think anybody really gave a crap about the Dixie Chicks name. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, because I'm fucking bit. Everybody I know is like, I don't care if they. Uh, you know, I was like, I mean, if their, if their name was Hi, our new group, we hate black people. We're gonna change our name from We Hate Black People. To, I mean, it would be different if their name was We Hate Black People, but 
it's like you get it. You know, it's like people are, are freaked out about like the Dukes of Hazards with the thing on the on the on the roof of the car. Oh shit! No, we've listen. We've actually gotten into some uncharted territory. They banned the Confederate flag at NASCAR event. Ooh, I know. I knew that was coming. Uh, you know, I knew because I mean, if you really think about it, it's, it's like NASCAR is so big. <laughs> NASCAR is so big, right? That they've pretty much maximized the amount of people that are going to go to NASCAR. Yeah, I mean that's really a good thing to do to broaden the audience. Look, this whole Bubba Wallace noose thing. I have my opinions of the whole situation. I'm not sure like what was what. I know what a noose looks like. I know the difference between like one you would tie for a garage, and I know the difference between one you would tie to fucking be a dick. Um, I don't know the situation. I don't know what happened with that. But one point that I did make was, you know, if there was more black people in NASCAR, somebody else probably would have noticed the crazy noose rope on the fucking garage before then and said something like, what is this racist ass shit? And it wouldn't have been Bubba Wallace. And maybe they would have been like, oh, man, this is the thing. And they'd be like, oh, y'all are crazy. Can we cut this shit off and maybe tie a different knot? Yeah, dude, no problem, Jamal. But because it's fucking Bubba Wallace, and he's the only fucking black NASCAR driver, like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Let's blow this shit up. Like, they're fight, they're feeding a fire right now. <laughs> and, I, just, I just don't understand. To me, it's like, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, NASCAR is one thing. Yeah. Hockey's another one. That was pretty good too. Yeah, it's like, dude. I mean, you're of all the major sports, you're the last one. You're the smallest of these of the outside. I mean, obviously not in Canada, but in the United States. I mean, you're a major sport, but you're not like NFL doesn't even. And if there was a flow, if there was a chart of the, of the popularity of the sports, and you did it to scale, you'd see the NFL blowing every. But you yeah. know, NBA would be halfway up. Rain baseball would be be close would be halfway of basketball and you need a, an electron microscope yeah <laughs> you know to find hockey i'm sitting there going you literally if i was hockey i am going to do everything i can to get the blacks latinos everybody that doesn't play the sport right watching the sport you need that more than anybody else i wonder why more black people don't play hockey I've never played hockey, never even thought about it. I can't skate. That might be part of it. I don't know a lot of black dudes that are into like skate sports, as in skateboards. Now, roller skate's a different story. I've known a lot of brothers. Skate. Funny thing is, brothers. I've seen brothers. Brothers are now doing the skateboard thing. Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying, yeah. in my but, I mean, of course, as, a, as a percentage, hell no, no. Yeah, those were the cool black dudes. That was like Pharrell and shit hanging out, fucking rap. <laughs> But I, I just I played street hockey, you know, and I played hockey like we had street hockey in school. Um, so I played it, but it's just ice hockey I mean, seems like too much work. It's cold and you got to skate and fight like who wants to fucking do all that at once. And first of all, hockey is too similar to basketball. Yeah. With the constant movement. So like we're going to play one or the other one. Which one's going to pay you the most money? That's true. And which one's going to get less of your teeth knocked out? Yeah, you know, so it's like I'm not dealing with that, and so you know, so and 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 also, let's be honest, you could practice the fundamental basketball skills by your damn self with a basketball, and a, and I we used to do. It. I took a, a a milk crate and I cut the bottom out, and you hammered onto a pole and you put a backboard up. Yeah. Little did I know, because that was a bad shape, I had to be a 
we were all really good shots because to get the ball to go through a milk crate that's square. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. That's good. You have to drop it right there. <laughs> None of that backboard crap. You have to drop the ball right down the center. Yeah. And uh the last jump shot as Anthony Thomas. Uh I did. It's been like 15 years. But I mean it, it was it was a point where it was like I was shooting it with my left hand and I'm right handed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, they were like, what the hell is that? I said, dude, I'll have a milk crate when I was a kid. Watch this. They're like, come on, old head. Let's see what you got. I was walking by a, a place. I was like, okay. And I, by old head, I was like, I was like 35, 36 at the time. And uh, I walk up on the court. Oh, what's up, old head? Hey, man. What's up, old head? And I was like, hey, what's going on, guys? Man, you heard you can shoot back in the day. I said, yeah, it's been a while. He, goes, he throws the ball to me. What you got? Come on, man. Come on, old head. And I said, I said, you know, I'm gonna do it left hand. Hey, left hand. Oh, come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it goes. The net didn't move. They were like, "What the f was that?" Sunk it. Yeah, the, the, the net. Because a lot of people want to make the net go swish, so yeah. they spin the ball when they shoot it because they want the net to snap. Yeah. We would we would shoot the ball to the point where the net didn't really move that much because you literally drop the ball straight down. Yeah, high arch in the pocket. High arch. Yeah, you ain't blocking that. Let's you know, call it. Yeah, let me get your rent money. How about that? That's what it's no, called. That was good. <laughs> yeah. But after, but after a while, it's like you know when you get, after a while, it's like any any other skill that arose. After a while, it's like you know I can still hit the shot, but it rattles around like blip, 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 and then he falls in. I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I shot a basketball. You know. Hey man, as long as it goes in, that's not a problem. As we say, I don't care if it's ugly. It is in, baby. You know, it's, it's like it's like my car has a has a ton of bird crap on it now. Like it looks nice, it's got bird crap on it. All I gotta do is wash it off. You know, yeah. still. I mean, even if I didn't, even if you run out to your house, you got bird crap on your truck, you ain't got time to, to wipe it off. It still got you to the location, didn't it? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's it's a tool. I understand it needs to be washed. Ain't nobody gonna break into my car. It looks a little rough, but it's clean. I'm fine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a kick out of that. Yeah, hey, it's clean, but, uh, clean on the inside. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, yeah it's uh, grimy yeah. on the outside. Don't don't get yourself. But did, 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 oh, sorry, we, early, I, that's what I wanted to ask you. You have uh, you have a pickup? No, I drive a right. Honda. Civic. I don't even have a truck. I want one real bad, but they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because uh, it's just really weird. I mean, it's like I always, I was never been, I was never been a truck guy. I've always been a car, like a regular sized car guy. Yeah, but I see these damn trucks, and I'm sitting there going, "That solves a lot of problems." Man. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's you know, but it's fucking stupid. When you need a truck, it's like finding somebody to help you move. You know, it's a pain in the ass, and nobody wants to help when you need to move some shit. Oh, I got a couple of. I got like your truck. Four pickup, yeah, I got four pickup trucks on the block. Can I borrow um, your truck? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I wish somebody would ask me to borrow. First of all, the way my truck would look if I had it, it would look like it got out of the damn showroom. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You sure can. I can't. Can in the back of your truck. No. No, 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 no. You get your <laughs> yeah, let me just, truck. Let me just throw these logs in the back. Because yeah, that's, that's a, a guy, uh, he had a, a pickup truck, but it didn't have the rhino, the rhino lining in the inside of it. Yeah. So you know what happens when that paint gets scratched. It's all fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it starts to oxidize, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, I can see the wheels. 
do a whole truck in that. That's my idea of a truck. Just do the whole shit rhino liner so I can water hose that bitch when I'm done. That's oh god, that's I, I put it this. If I do ever get a truck, it will be that uh, that Tesla thing, that cyber truck. Uh. <laughs> Stainless freaking steel. I am not dealing with no oxidation and no paint. I'm not dealing with any of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? me after your first thunderstorm, dog. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Uh, like I'm going to be outside during the thunderstorm. And, uh, you know, that's it. You just can't drive during the thunderstorm. You're driving a battery around a, a fucking metal battery box in the middle of a lightning storm. You're going to get popped yeah. like a popcorn, dog. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they thought of that. And I ain't worried about that too much. But, uh, but the thing about it is, I just don't because every time, like uh, I had a guy was taking some stuff out of my backyard. Um, I was cleaning up some crap, just tossing it out, and he was just tossing like he had crap from my yard and some of the other neighbors' yards. And he was just, I could, you could tell the outside of his truck was was you know getting a little, you know, you know what I'm saying, a little dinged up. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like throwing logs and, and chopped up trees and crap in the just tossing ah, blam, ah, slam. And I'm sitting there going, there had to have been a point. That happens with every car, every vehicle. Yeah, the, the fuck it point. I think it's when you get the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, is it mine now? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, I never, it was, it's just, he just, I could just tell it, you know, because I remember when he got the truck, it was, oh, spit polish this. And, oh, I ran out of, I ran out of wax. <laughs> Spit'll do. Yeah. I got a thing. And now it's like, ah, slam, whatever. You want to smoke in here? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. <laughs> smoke cigars. Give me one. Oh, God. I, I just, you know, and I, I'll be honest with you. I think that happens to people's bodies after a, after a point, too. Yeah, I'm a late model sedan right now. My damn stuff, man. <laughs> you know, I, I got news. I'm working. Just like I said with the trunk. Just like I said with the trunk. The trunk. I still got some, I got some leaves on my abs right now that uh <laughs> yeah, you need to dust them some bitches off. I did have a question. <laughs> this is a funny question. And you know what? If you don't feel comfortable having a laugh with me here, I understand, man. But it is something. You bastard. Okay, I'm just practicing yeah. though. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm 30, 33 now. And I was wondering, man, like my balls have gotten a lot more sensitive. Like, when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would mess around as a teenage, fucking play each other, hit each other nuts and stuff. Occasionally, you'd have to deal with that. Like, I could deal with that then. But, like, dog, sometimes I'll nick myself in the ball just a little. I don't know if they're lower or, like, if like, what the deal is. But, like, I think gravity is already starting to fuck me over a little here. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, A, uh, being an older gentleman, a distinguished older gentleman, Mm-hmm. Uh, I would wonder, like, is that true? Like, gravity, does it catch up with you after a while? And also, side note, uh, being a white guy, that probably, you know, would be great because you get a little extra hang. But being a, a brother, I would assume, you know, you have some other people uh, that would have some real problems with gravity when you get up into them 60, 70 year old fucking old wiener. <laughs> Just. Oh uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I yeah, I, well, my, well, my, uh, I haven't had the uh, the ball hang problem yet, but not yet. Uh, <laughs> Good, yeah, I know it's coming at some point, but it's like hope not. Still there, and uh, but the thing is, I, I, I used to go to a gym, and uh, <laughs> everybody's walking around with their with their junk out, right? Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, why am I doing this? Why am I? I don't even know these dudes. 
right? So I'm sitting there going, and I, and I was like, they're so they were all so comfortable walking around with their junk out. That I was like, all right, fuck, you know. Yeah. And I'm sitting down, and an old guy comes up to me, and he's standing in front of me. And I'm going, <laughs> I was like, oh Jesus Christ! And at the time, I was like, um, I'm 52, so I had to have been 30. No, 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 God, I was in my 20s. I had to have been like 28, 29. Yeah, yeah. And this, I'm looking at this guy's nuts, and I'm going, oh sweet God, it's a bitch, right? It must be this boxers. Like maybe it's those old dude boxers. Because there's one thing they're like military issue. You know, I'm talking about them white ones. They're fucking stretchy. Yeah, maybe oh. you gotta have support something as you get older. Because I just feel like already gravity is starting to catch up with me. And I'm thinking, I don't want that to happen. But maybe that's a plus. You know, if you got a big old wiener like a little longer. When your balls are down by your ankles, bro. I mean, when it's like I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the, I'm looking, I'm, I'm like, it was, it's like, it was, it's like when you see a, a really good, like, a really attractive woman with fantastic breasts, right? And they're wearing, you know, and they're wearing something that makes her breasts, were, which were already spectacular, look even better in the dress. Not in the way where she's hanging everything out, but it's, it, it's, it's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like the way, you know. And you, you're trying your best. I said, I don't want to be disrespectful. I'm not looking at the breast. I'm just not, I want to look at her breast, but I don't want to be a pig. I am not a sexist man. I'm just not going to look at the breast. And she comes over, hey, what's going on? And then she, hey, and she, she's talking to you, and you're talking to her for a little while, and then you start becoming friendly, and then she becomes a little flirty. Not in a way where you think anything is going to actually happen, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. And you try not to look at the, I don't want to look at the, this guy's standing there, I'm, and he's like, got his leg on the thing I'm sitting on. And I, just went, I was like, oh, man, come on, bro. I didn't want to get up like, your nuts are scaring me, and walk away. So I was like, God damn. I was like, dude. You know, it's like, oh, man, yeah, I'm trying to end the conversation. You know, and then there's another dude who's just as old. He, hey, that's pretty funny, buddy. And he joins in. Yeah. I'm like, God, as I said, as the, I said, are, are each person's balls going to be lower that comes up to talk to me? And I, I just get this distinct feeling that because he wasn't in the best shape anyway. He's one of those guys, you know, one of those misshapen type of, yeah, you know, you know the kind of, yeah, yeah. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't. He's he he comes in for the he came in for like the steam room, as he said, take a couple laps in the pools. He wasn't really like really working out. He just liked the community. Yeah, but I've also seen old dudes in the gym where I'm going. These balls don't look look much worse than mine. And also, it's like, why are these guys' balls in my face? You know, so you just don't hear at a certain point. I want to get there. I was like, what the hell? So I decided at that point, I was like, I don't want my, I don't want that to happen to me. Yes, and, that, and it hasn't happened yet. So it's been, that was twenty nine, so it's been twenty something years, and, and and pretty much where they were. Is there a secret? Um, you just gotta hold them up all the time, like when you're taking a dump. You just hold them in your hands or something, so they don't just fucking. I wear boxer briefs all the time. That's what's up. That's the secret. Boxer briefs. Boxer brief because because it, it's like first of all, I don't even know why anybody wouldn't wear boxes in the first place. Right. You know, it's like it's like having a razor underneath your, you know, you know that that line of fabric. <laughs> it's just like right there between things. Oh yeah, um, it's, yeah that, I can't that's bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> My that's fucking feet together now. Like it's getting to that point where, like, even when I go swimming, I gotta wear a pair of box, like 
underwear underneath my swim trunks. Otherwise, my fat ass thighs will rub together when I'm walking around. <laughs> do not wear, but bo- you don't wear boxer briefs. I do. I get. I do. I wear me undies. You ever try me undies, dog? Oh, That's I used to hear. I used to hear about that on the, on the Oprah podcast. Yes, everybody used to talk about it. That's the one product that I've bought into. I only wear me undies. I ended up cycling them out, and now that's all I have. That's all I wear. What what was the what was the deal with? I mean, I, I remember him. I remember him used to sing that wacky song on the Bill Burr podcast when they were yeah. one of his sponsors. Make but it up. What, yeah. Uh, what is the? I mean, were they, don't they don't they draw moisture away from you or something? They do. They're the world's most comfortable underwear. How much are they? Your first pair, you get a good deal on if you want to try them. After that, they're about 20 bucks a pair. If you get on a monthly service thing, you can get them for like 16 bucks a pair, and they'll send you a fresh pair every month. That's what I did. I just got a new pair every month until I cycled all the old ones out. Hmm. Now I got like a dozen pair, you know? That's, I mean, that's that's actually not, that's not that bad. That's pretty good. Well, you can buy them all at once. It's like 200 bucks if you bought like a 10-pack or something, you know? So it's, yeah. it is what it is, but... Yeah, man. I just yeah. That ain't that ain't happening. <laughs> no, it, it was absurd, and my wife laughed. And I go, "Let me just try it." So the monthly thing that worked out. It was cool. It was like every month you get a fresh pair of drawers with like a cool design or something on them. Dude, I've had these underwear for like three, four years, man. Like I just cycle them out. I don't ever wear the same ones like too close together. And I just yeah, dude, they lasted a long fucking time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, when you get the when you get the quality crap, it lasts. That's it. This, this podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. You promo code Bowwise. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think that is. I mean, it, it, it's really weird because it's, it's just one of those things where you do notice things. Like you're, st- you said you're 33. Yes. Did you just turn 33? April. Yeah, I had a COVID birthday. I didn't get to do nothing. I sat at the house. I don't even think my wife made me a cake. She made me a pineapple upside down cake. But that's all it was. Okay, you got two more years. Um, till, till what? Two more years. Uh, till see what happens is dudes are still you, you, you're see you get you get you go from eighteen to twenty eight, then you get to thirty, and then it level then you, and then then you, it's like you get to the top of the mountain at thirty or thirty two, and then it's like a then it's like from thirty two to thirty four you're at the top of the mountain. Yes. Then there's this really slow descent. Down the other side, <laughs> starting at thirty-five, unless you know, you know, you start, you know, taking care of yourself and stuff like. I mean, you, you're gonna, you're gonna, see, I mean, you're getting worse anyway, just because you're getting older. But you can slow that crap down really fast because I, as I keep, I, I listen to these commercials. Uh, are you over forty? Yeah, and have erectile dysfunction. I'm like, I'm over fifty right. and don't have erectile dysfunction. How about that? Yeah, you got fucking stuck. <laughs> How about that? And it's like, what kind of bulls? You know, they just assume. And um, you know, fifty percent of men uh, once they get to a certain age, uh, how can we put it? Their junk's like Jello. Do you have Jello junk? No. <laughs> Goddamn, I, I do not. Right. You got to turn your TV on. You need a sound machine or something, dude. <laughs> oh, Baba. Yeah. You know, because that, that is that is one of those things that is just always. Uh, amaze me about it, you know. But um, you know, it's just like, like I said, you're, you're. It's just like if you're going to do anything, if you want to prevent uh, that problem, get to the Kegels now. Yep. 
get to the Kegels now. Don't go too far with the Kegels, though. Keep them high and tight. Yeah. Protect yeah, your no, nuts. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you start, start soft. Because there is nothing more. I told a friend of mine, I was telling him about the Kegels, and he's like, oh, yes, that's a dude, you know. You know, I'm gonna say I, I mean, it's like I feel like a human. I, I maintain the power, right? That's what he said. Oh, works for you, huh? I'll try it. And there's always somebody that goes too far. Pulled a groin muscle. That's too much. Doing <laughs> eagle exercises, and I'm sitting there going, I, I literally, I felt. Cause I'm trying to be sympathetic, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I swear to God, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to laugh. I'm like, yeah, trying not to laugh. That's all I would have been doing. I probably would have just went for it. Like, what are you going to do? Fight me? You ain't going to do shit with your fucking ball sack all twisted. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I just couldn't. I'm sitting there going, he going, are you trying not to laugh at me? I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I've never seen somebody pull a muscle in their own dick. Yeah. You tried too hard. Buddy. I don't know how to tell you. You, you pull. I'm sitting there going, Please, I'm not even. I'm like he did. He told me because I told him about the, to do the Kegel exercises, and I was like, okay. He said, he said, what do you do? I said, I did this. Did this. He goes, okay. I said, I said, but start out slow, because at first it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but it's it's just like any other muscle. You can overwork it. Don't do that. Oh, I ain't gonna do that. Yo, man. Uh, uh, what did you do? <laughs> um, <laughs> my whole like, muscle. It was my dick. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, it was it was like it was one of those things where even when we hang with other people, I knew, he knew, I didn't tell anyone else, but I would give him a look and he would start laughing because I was essentially silently mocking him. Oh yeah, I love it. For pulling his own ball muscles, and he, he we be sitting there talking. Yeah, man, game fight. Yeah, life. This. I look right over and I start. I start looking at him and I start smiling. And I nod my head. And he go. He <laughs> go like that. He go. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he knew it was. Coming. Yeah, I swear, you know. Well, my I, a lot of my friends are comics, so and actors and writers, so they're very creative when it comes to busting stones. Oh yeah. And they have memories. They, they, it's like they they they, they break my stones about stuff that happened when I was seventeen. So, you know, that's quite a while ago. <laughs> they won't let it up. That's the way that works. It's the problem um, is that the time you build it up, man. And it's, you got that long ass list of things people can fuck with you about. Oh God, it just never stops. Now, I wanted to ask you this about the pod. This this is what I was curious about. You play music. Yeah. On your pod. And you yeah. and you play and you play Carlin on your pod. Yeah, I play a little bit of Carlin. Have you ever had a problem with that? Only once. One time, somebody reported me, and uh, it was over a Kanye West song. Actually, I don't go to platforms that um, are pretty strict about it. Like I don't fuck with YouTube or Spotify, and that's why. If anybody ever asked me, that's the main reason why I don't do some of the big platforms is because A, I don't want anybody getting paid for my content besides me. And B, I like to play music. You know, I'm not necessarily making money from their product. So, you know, I feel like it adds a little pirate aspect to my show, which I like. And also, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, 5% of the content of my show. 
You know, it's yeah. the beginning and the end usually. So everything else in between is all me. That's an hour. <laughs> so fuck them. Yeah, that was because that's the thing I was going to ask you because I was like, I noticed that a lot of people like I don't episodes on YouTube. I don't even really promote the yep the episodes on YouTube. I just dump them there because I wanted them to exist someplace. Yeah, and I would, except I already know that's a losing game. Like I'm not even oh, trying to fight uh, it. <laughs> so I just avoid it. You watch the YouTube videos with with the with the way they censor the artists on YouTube now. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, oh God, this stuff you can say on TV that they won't let you say on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all fixed. <laughs> Get crazy. One guy, because this guy, this guy was talking about a uh, the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Yes, and he was saying and it was sex trafficking. And you just read the news article; they bleeped out sex. <laughs> But you I'm can say the N word. I'm saying you're talking about a sex trafficker. Everybody knows he's a sex trafficker. Everybody knows the story backward and forward, but they still were afraid to say the word sex. Yeah. And I'm going, who wants to go, <laughs> you know, on a platform? That's what, you know, that's why I love what we do. You know, it's like, I can see like I could like this podcast. I normally don't curse on this podcast. Yeah. Normally, um, I'm talking to a friend. Yeah, we're we're cool. You and I are cool. We're just like two friends talking. So I'm yeah. gonna talk like I'm talking, to, you know, to one of my boys. You know, so I'm gonna sound, you know what I mean. So if I switched up like that on that state on YouTube, they'd be like, "It's Anthony, uh, time out. You uh, <laughs> you don't curse 99 of the time, but this time we're gonna demonetize." Send somebody over the house to kick you when you're still, still firm balls. Yes. <laughs> That's all it is, man. I don't want to. And look, this is no offense to you in any sense. It, it's going to sound offensive. I don't tap dance for that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that there's some people that aren't going to like what I do, and some people. And it's not even bad. Like that's what's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm light now. My Twitter stuff. That's a different story. Sometimes I go hard in the paint just to make people mad. I get it, <laughs> but oh, hey, 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 oh, by the way, that wasn't offensive. But um, but the thing was that like I have my two like my the 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 pod the pod the Twitter feed for this podcast here that we're on. Yeah, I don't curse on that daggone thing at all. That right. is squeaky clean. The oh. one the other podcast, the original podcast, as Anthony says, I you know. No, it's a good muscle to have, though, man. We've talked about that, and I yeah. think uh, you find a good balance, man. It's I've had so much fun talking to you. We've been talking for almost two hours, you fucker. Yeah, I know. I was, I was going to, I was going to wrap up. So I'm looking at the clock also because there's a time limit on this thing. So I have to wrap this up. <laughs> like a couple. Of, there's, a, there's a recording limit on this thing. I mean, on, the, on this pod, on this, on this record with friends things. So, yeah, um, what I want you to do, my brother, is I need you to do me a favor. I yeah. need you to promote your show, baby. That's fine. I can do that real quick. Uh, Google search it, Po Boys Podcast. Uh, I'm on most platforms. If I'm not there, fucking go get my RSS and add it. You know, put me on your, put me in your ears. Tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your friend's mama. Uh, okay, yeah, now before I, before I let you go, before I let you go, I just want to say this is this is for me about this dude's show. I'm telling you right now, it was good from the beginning. It's got progressively better. It was already good. You will really enjoy it. It's really, really well done. This dude's the right. real deal. Right. You can stop. And, uh, 
No. This guy's the real deal. And I, uh, well, well, no, your cash app money came in, so now I can say this stuff about you. I told you I was going to, when the money arrived, I'd say good stuff about you. This guy's the best. <laughs> I don't like it. Makes me feel all funny. Stop it. <laughs> uh, my brother. Great show, my brother. And and, and, and and thanks for coming back on. We're going to do it again and discuss what the hell went wrong with, in the, with the world between now and then. Oh, dude. And, uh, you fresh 2021. We got to make it fucking happen. Okay. Damn, Skippy. And thank you for coming by, my brother. Episode 18 was first. Now you're on episode 55, baby. Yeah, have a good one, buddy. Yeah, take care, you brother. Take care. Bye. Right. Did I tell you or did I tell you? You absolutely loved that episode, didn't you? You know I'm not going to fail you. You know I'm going to come through and bring you the good guests and the good comedy and all the good stuff. And I want to thank you more than you ever know, I could ever express to you. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for loving the show. Thank you for the kind words. And I will see you again next time. Much love to you. Take care. <laughs>